0: Episode 991, Children of Dune Intro. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Christian, bringing you Theology at Warp Speed. I'm Matt Anderson.
1: And I am Bandy Bono. We're
0: back. We're back, everybody. and Welcome. So here's an episode we do for... It's a service to you in the main feed here. Uh, We are going to be going section by section of... The book, the third book in the series. Uh, called, sorry, I'm telling this all wrong. The third book in the Dune series called *Children of Dune*. But we're going to be going through that over on the extra feed. So we like to right. do the intro episode here in the main feed in case you want to. to try and hook you. Think, well, it's that, but also just kind of uh, give you a tease of what there is in the book. And if you if you want to uh, read along with us, great. If you don't want to listen to the extra feed, that's fine too. You can do, but you you still get the intro episode at least. So, right. it's a service, but also, hey, if you want more, go check us out at patreon.com forward slash the sci-fi Christian. And, and this is in the extra feed, which is the lowest level.
1: And I, I would say, so if you you should hop aboard now if you've read the Dune books before or you've read at least through Dune Messiah. So, there's going to be... Uh, spoilers up through Dune Messiah. So especially if you're right, somebody, you're saying right I- now in this, this episode, episode,
0: spoilers for book one and two.
1: Yes, especially if you you watch the movie, you're like, oh, I'm a Dune fan now. I'm gonna listen to this Children of Dune stuff. Do not listen to this episode until you've read the first two books in the series. Uh, okay, good. That's but out, yeah,
0: that's out of the way. So you're safe now if you're still here. Hello.
1: That's yeah, so how you're here at your own risk. Yeah. So you loved uh
0: Dune Messiah, man. I'm I'm into this series right now. So I read dune for the first time in 2015 we had a good experience with it when we reread it last year anticipating that the movie was going to come out last year yeah i loved it even more and now i'd rank dune as i mean in my top 10 favorite novels of all time it's maybe so top, good. maybe top five yeah I, I haven't actually went through and rated them or ranked them uh so i love dune we just did dune messiah which is the second book about a month ago also love that so i have high hopes for children of dune should I temper my expectations?
1: No, I mean, I, I think Children of Dune is fantastic. I, I love all these books. Um, I think that, much like Dune Messiah is a different book than Dune, Children of Dune is a different book from Dune Messiah and also a different book from, from Dune as well. Okay. So you, I,
0: I don't have anything to worry about. You think I, I you anticipate I should like this one if I've liked the other one I, so I, far. I
1: think so. I think that uh, God Emperor is where, uh, you, you separate the wheat from the chaff when it comes to <laughs> comes to dune fans uh but no i think this is really good and i think i'd it's, it's it's both a transition book between the early portion of the dune series and then the the remaining books and i'm being a little vague just because i don't mm-hmm. want to give anything away of where all this is going um uh, but it's also the culmination of these these first three books. I just have a question I did not ask you during our last episode, which was all about the film. But
0: you've read all the books. You know exactly where things are going. Was there even more in the movie that teased things far out that I don't even know about yet or not really?
1: You know, I we mentioned like the little spider creature, how I felt like that could have been a, a light reference to the Benny Tleilax. Um there's a moment with the Baron that I read some people were interpreting as a visual reference to something in God Emperor. Okay. I'm not sure I saw that, but I I, I can see where they're coming from. God Emperor it, is
0: f- book four? Yeah. Okay. It
1: felt like a little bit of a stretch to me. I don't know. It not re- It's hard to do because okay. they're, the series goes to some wild okay. places.
0: So, yeah, I'm all in. I wanted to get right to it. it. When we covered book one, you split it into not ten chapters, but ten sections. Yeah. And then when we did Dune Messiah, it was a shorter book, only four sections. What are we looking at for Children of Dune? So
1: Children of Dune is a comparable length to the first book. Um, right now, looking at it, I think we'll we'll handle it in eight sections. Okay, so a comparable book, but but you know the first book deserves an extra couple of episodes just because of how how deep it is. So mm-hmm. I, I'm anticipating uh, eight episodes, so roughly between now and the end of the year, depending on how many. Weeks we wind up having to be off for holidays and yeah, stuff like that. None. Let's not take any time off. All right. <laughs> uh, and similar we to. Don't, we don't do hiatus episodes uh, anymore. That's true. We're all in now. So similar to book, uh, between book one and book two, we also have a time jump here. So oh, we're okay. going to pick up the story nine years later. Oh, really? Yes. So just to refresh you and everybody else, especially maybe people who read Messiah a, a while ago, not not with us most recently, at the end of Dune Messiah, uh Chaney dies in, uh, and I like, by the way, that they pronounced her Chaney in the movie because I always think of Dick Cheney.
0: I also always think of J- Dick Cheney. Yes. <laughs>
1: you think of, like Paul falling in love with Dick Cheney. Yes. It's like a, a disturbing image. The
0: audiobook reader says the name Cheney, yeah. so I definitely like Chaney better. Yes. I, just,
1: I don't nothing against the Chaney family, but that's not who I want to envision as Paul's lover. Uh, <laughs> it's just disturbing yeah. all so, the way around. So, Chaney
0: has yes. the twins.
1: She has the twins. They are pre born in the same way that Aaliyah was pre born, meaning that they have all of their genetic memories. They are fully alive. So they're they're obviously children. They're nine, ten of years Dune. old of Dune. And they're nine years old Wait, at this are point. They, the they are children the children in Yeah, I mean they uh, the twins are the children of Dune? Yes. Ah there yeah. we go. Okay. So they're the the titular children. Yeah. You might say. Uh And so they're nine years old, but they're ancient in the same way Aaliyah is. So that's part of the dynamic. Then, of course, you remember Paul walks off into the desert
0: at the end of Dune Messiah. It could be suicide or it could be something else. I I said this in our last episode of Dune Messiah, but I just don't see a way that he's dying because I think you told me. Well, this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but I'm just going to say it. Sorry. I think you told me he is in books one through three. And you won't tell me anything past that. I don't
1: think I ever said that.
0: Right, that's that's what's been in my right. head. So been, I'm fully expecting Paul to, to return from the desert.
1: <laughs> return of the Paul. <laughs>
0: yeah. But the, the fact that it's nine years in the future, I mean, now I'm thinking, so Aaliyah was going to lead the people with Paul gone. Yeah. So, so Aaliyah it hasn't been is nine, the regent. Nine years under Aaliyah's leadership with the twins now nine years old. Yes. And Chani dead. Chani's dead. And
1: Duncan's still there. Well, the the Gola, the Gola, yeah. yeah.
0: And is he is is Duncan as uh, the Gola as Duncan is he and Chani in a romantic relationship?
1: Well, Chani's dead, so I hope. Sorry, not,
0: not Chani. Sorry, Aaliyah. <laughs> Aaliyah. Yes,
1: Gola's got a Gola. Ali- uh, Aaliyah Ali- and Duncan are in a romantic relationship. It, it was that was teased, set up at the end of was, yeah, but it
0: wasn't full blown. Right. Yeah.
1: So that that's half. But yeah, when we pick up the story, Aaliyah is, she is she's in charge of the empire as regent. Uh, we're going to see the culmination of her story too, and and of course that starts with her being pre-born in in book one. Another thing we didn't mention about the movie, oh, I love the wow. scene where we saw yeah that was so good,
0: and we saw Jessica as the mother, or, or, Reverend Mother, Reverend Mother, yeah. mother of the Fremen.
1: Yes, yes, so good. Um, and of course she's denounced as abomination. You're gonna oh, under- yeah. uh, you're gonna understand by the end of this book why the Benny Jeserit believe that a child who undergoes the Water of Life ritual in utero is abomination. That's a, a major point in this book.
0: So then will the children of Dune, the twins, will they also be abominations?
1: That should be something that you should be wondering about because that is the stakes. I am wondering. That's why I asked yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, but, of course, we start to see Aaliyah going off the rails a little bit in Dune Messiah. Right,
0: because you said that because of what she went through, she is yes. going crazy. Yeah, exactly. So will the children also go crazy?
1: That's that's part of the stakes that are in play in this novel, and they're very aware of that. And I'm not going to get into detail of what's going on at the Leah and how far gone she is or isn't. But suffice to say, I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say that that part being set up in Dune Messiah, you know, as it gets continued down that path. It's not as though we open up Children of Dune and she's like, what, you know, no, abomination thing. Everything's fine. I'm okay. I got some help. I saw a, a Fremen therapist. That's all good. So how
0: do you think they're going to do the time jump in the film when they, you know, part two opens will still be relatively where part one ends, but they are going to have to age things up a little bit because Aaliyah will have to have some speaking parts. Yeah. But because of where things go in Dune Messiah, you don't want to make her too young.
1: Right. So I... I, They'd recast for Dune Messiah.
0: Well, I I kind of imagine they're going to have to... Yeah, you're right. they'll, They'll recast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you think she'll be... Elementary school age in in part two, and then a teenager or, or even a twenty year old. Yeah, do Messiah
1: right. I think she's like supposed to be two or three in the book, uh, when she kills the Baron, which isn't a spoiler for here because we're up oh, through the first. For a second, books. I was like, hold on, <laughs> no, no, we're up, right. up through we're the through, first two yeah. books. Um, uh, I think they'll age her up a little bit more than that. I think the visual cue they're going to use for the time jump. so This is a a prediction that you can you can file away for October twenty twenty three. Uh, I think that it will be Paul's eyes. They'll start with his eyes on blue and then, you Wait, know, what you, oh, to signify the time jump in the movie. So when part one opens, he'll have white,
0: yeah, so his oh, eyes will be white, wise, and, then, and then all of a sudden, yep, I get yep, that.
1: So that's that will be the signifier that we've jumped forward in time. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm, I need to see what I've, I've covered. Know, so I yes, uh, Leo with this. Abomination, that whole thing is going to come to uh, an end. Uh, it should cause you, you know, the great thing about the Dune sequels is they cause you to reevaluate the conclusions you've come to before. So if you've reached certain conclusion, conclusions about the Benny Gesserit and Gaius Helen Mahayim, you should emerge from this book reevaluating those, maybe in more than one way simultaneously. So I'll, I'll leave that there. You're also going to wind up reevaluating Paul again. So at this point, Paul's space Hitler. That should be you know, where you're at and you're it's like Paul is the hero. But I, I thought that we talked about at the end of Dune Messiah,
0: his going into the desert was his final attempt to try to derail this evil machine he put into motion.
1: Yeah, well it didn't work because it's still there. You know, it's just being run by Aaliyah who's arguably not very stable. Well, you you so you could maybe you've gone, depending on where you're at, you're like Paul's the hero. We love Paul. you know, I think, you know, Paul's like the Jesus Christ of, of this this universe, which, by the way, I, ha- I was talking to an employee of mine who who had only he hasn't read the books, he he'd seen the movie. It was like, yeah, I can see the parallels. Paul's supposed to be Jesus in this world. And I, well you know or hitler (laughs) i didn't tell him that but i'm like well yeah you know there's some parallels there and then you you know you keep going lower into the books it's like oh now paul's hitler maybe it's like well paul was hitler but he made a noble sacrifice here at the end of dune messiah so maybe that's where you're at wherever you're at with that there's another layer to paul in terms of reevaluation that you're going to arrive at by the end of children of dune
0: okay i'm Uh, just thinking i'm just going to want to read through this or as i do with the audiobook just listen through usually i stop at the end of each section i think it's going to be tough for me i'm just because of the movie and having just read the first two books i'm pretty into the series right now it's going to be a tough one i mean how much would you hate it if i just listened through and then we do the deep dive
1: whatever works for you okay Um, i'll I'll see what i can do um the spice cycle uh, in terms of where how is spice made and we know the worms are called makers and all of that and how, how does that work Uh, That
0: knife was called the Maker, too, wasn't it? It
1: is. The Chris knife. Because it's from the tooth of Shah Lu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So you're going to get a little bit more into that. You're going to get a wider view of prescience in this novel. Uh, House Carino is going to make a return of the Empire. So uh, Shaddam IV, the Emperor, is from House Carino. Oh, okay. So look for a look for house carino they're not dead yet well, they've been out there Eilon right she's still around I I I'm not going to say who it is or how it is but house carino is back in this novel uh and two questions that you maybe weren't asking but it's time to start and you're going to find answers to both of these why did paul walk into the desert and yeah. I say you might not have been asking that because you might feel like well I know the answer in fact you said it to stop this horrible machine you feel like you already have the answer okay that might be part of the answer. There's more to it than that. Why did Paul walk into the desert?
0: Golden path. And why did? It's got to be the golden path. Maybe.
1: Why, except for he is blind now, right? Except do you. What you think the golden path is, and what choice, it, or what factor it was in Paul walking into the desert? I will, I will tell you, there is a correlation, but not what you think. Well, because
0: I think, as I, from what I've read, the golden path hasn't actually been named. You've told me that term. But I don't think that—I think it appears here for the first time. Yes,
1: so you're going to learn about the gold—you should emerge from this book with a pretty good idea of what the golden path is, Okay. and it is the central idea of Dune, the whole series. Okay. Uh, The other question that you're probably not asking, because you might think you know the answer, uh, but should be, is why was Jessica absent in Dune Mm -hmm. Messiah? So I think— Because this horrible thing's happening at the Empire and she doesn't want a part of it.
0: Yeah, I, I, my take was that she disapproved of what Paul, how Paul was living.
1: So, this is part of what's so great about the sequels is they, there's questions that you're not asking, not because you didn't consider them, but because you thought you already had the answer. And you do. Like, that's, that's, it's not that that's not part of the answer. But there's more to it than that. So what was Jessica up to? Uh, and then another thing in here, and I, this is what's going to be fun about this read through is because uh, I'll be able to point these out along the way. There's a couple of moments where there's major, major, major things in the Dune mythology that are almost throwaway lines in this book like blink and you'll miss them very easy to miss, especially on your first read that there, you know, we get into the apocalyptic nature of the Dune universe and, and, and some things that are going on with Leto that radically change his character and how you view him If you pick up on these ideas okay. and they're, they're so dense, this book's very philosophical, this book and God emperor are the two most philosophical in the series. Uh, then so very, very easy to miss this stuff. So it'll be fun to point that out. Uh, The last thing I have to point out um, is that I I think Frank Herbert is a great writer, Uh, but sometimes even a god bleeds. And there's one infamous passage in Children of Dune, uh, and I won't say you'll know it when you'll see it, but you better believe I'll point it out when you see it. I'm not saying anything more than that, but there's a doozy of a passage in there, and it is infamous among Dune fans for its absurdity.
0: Okay. All right! Wow, lots to look forward to.
1: Not and a plot point, a patch. So it it, it is the writing at that moment. It's not as though you know Paul's revealed to you know it's all been his dream the whole time or anything.
0: So next week for do you have the time code and everything? Okay, so Ben will give us the time code for the well, audio. I don't book. have the time code, uh, but
1: the audiobook the chapters line up. They line up. Okay, great. So listen to the first eight chapters. All right, or read the first eight chapters, and then the the epigraph that you're going to be reading to. If you're just reading a book and you don't want to count chapters, it begins with, It is commonly reported, my dear Gerard, that there, there exists great natural virtue in the Melange experience. So when you hear that, stop. When you hear that or read that or come across it, whatever format you happen to be experiencing children of Dune in, it's time to stop.
0: All right. This is great. I can't wait to get started with this. So next Tuesday, so we're recording this on October 26th. When we're back together next week, which will be November, we'll be starting... Children of Dune over on the extra feed, which again you can find at patreon.com forward slash the sci fi Christian. Ben does a deep dive. That's why it's broken into sections instead of just book by book. We we go really deep on what's happening. And now, Ben, having already come with the background to this, like this is what I mean. You've read this numerous times. At this yeah, point. probably four or five yeah. times. So so I always learn a lot. I think the listeners have been liking it. So join us on the extra feed.
1: Now, if you read ahead. You're going to have to restrain yourself from asking spoilery questions I know because we got to keep it spoiler-free. One
0: thing I do like is I learn from you right. during our podcasting sessions. So I may think one thing about the section I just read, but then you kind of help me see more. So even though I am going to be tempted, I will try to not go further. I, I
1: will also, one thing that might help is – and I don't want to make this sound like the book's boring because it's not, but it's not a fast-paced mm-hmm. read. Okay. You know, I, like I said, it's more philosophical. <laughs> Seriously, you should be fine. It's going to be a little bit boring. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like – you're not going to be ending the chapters on cliffhangers.
0: Okay. All right. I'm going to hit the music. But listeners, I'm very excited to get started with this book. We were thinking at first about waiting until next year, but I just couldn't wait. I, that's I, time. Let's do it. So for now, that's all from here. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Vandy Bono. And we're the Cypher
1: Christians. And uh, we'll be back on the Extra feed for some more Dune next week. And I'm so happy that you have, to the best of my knowledge, remained unspoiled about what happens at the end of this? Point. I am totally unspoiled because I'm so excited to see your reaction when we get. Well, there. I'm a little
0: bit worried now that you bring that up because, well, for example, um, it, things are picking up steam when it comes to interest in Dune. So now, who knows what's going to start flying out there? So we'll have to try. I like when you say eight weeks. I wish we could do it a little shorter. I wish we could have, but or sorry, yeah, a shorter time period. I I know it's probably better for me and the listeners to have smaller yeah, sections. Yeah. But I
1: don't. I don't see this stuff. Getting spoiled that easily, okay. and Dune spoil Dune's a little immune to spoilers. Do you remember the Dune iceberg I sent you? Yeah, but I and barely look at it. People can Google that yeah. and look at the Dune iceberg. What's great about the Dune iceberg is that, and it's the the idea of it is it's like the iceberg meme where like the easy concepts are on the top, and then by the the bottom you're you're getting to just weird crap. And so the idea is that the further down on the Dune iceberg you go, you know, the more it's this expanded book of the ser- books in the series so the bottom of the iceberg is stuff from chapter house the beautiful thing about the dune iceberg is you could read the whole thing right now and you'd be spoiled on next to nothing yeah because that's like it's out of context and it's so weird yeah like at the bottom of the dune iceberg I'll, there's there's a reference to Daniel and Marty who are Daniel and Marty <laughs> you have no idea. And and maybe you'll remember those names. Maybe you won't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like there's just saying the names Daniel and Marty. Those are by the time you finish chapter house, those will have a lot of significance to you. They don't have any right now. Yeah. Not a spoiler. Yeah. (laughs) So it's, it's great. How many
0: books are there total? Six. Six. Okay. All right, listeners. So long and goodbye. Goodbye.